Hello, this is Jay Lewis, and welcome to the Old Radio Companion. Now, My Little Margie, starring Gail Storm and Charles Farrell. The Alan Young Show. And Father Knows Best. Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Hope. Hello and welcome to another show of the Old Radio Companion and the show that's loyal and friendly and, you know, a great companion just like, well, just like the family dog, you know, we're always there, uh, except I don't have a cold nose, a wet nose, and I don't shed. But other than that, yes, the show that keeps going and going and going and that great friend and companion. And like one of my friends says, and he gave me permission to say this, his name is Cameron, and he says, the old radio companion is like an auditory hug. Oh, isn't that great? (laughs) Well, I'm happy you're all here because we have a great show for you. And like I said last week on on last week's show, we were going to be talking about uh, a person or these people who accomplish great things and are against all odds that they were even going to make it. But they didn't give up, and somehow they rose above it, and they made it. So I thought it would be a great theme to start off this new year uh, together with. So I have to ask, how is this new year treating you so far? You know, is it the same stuff from last year? Hopefully not, you know, unless it's good. Unless it's good stuff that was happening last year. It keeps going on, that's great. But hopefully no bad stuff. Um, Is it starting off good? Slow? Still some challenges? Well, whatever the case may be, I hope by spending time together today and what we're going to be talking about, um, that you're going to have some laughs and uh, you're going to walk away feeling, you know, like, I got this. I can do this. I'm not going to give up. Okay. And you have that extra spring in your step for the week. Well, before we get onto that, we're going to be talking about something completely unrelated. <laughs> and hopefully it'll make you laugh. And you know me, okay? We always start the show off with some laughs. <clears throat> and don't worry, I'm not telling jokes today. So you can uh, just be relieved of that. But I did come across some funny stuff. You know, I always have to share this with you. You know, I always think of this show as kind of like a buffet. You know, you know the buffet. You grab your tray, you move down the line. You got all kinds of stuff. You know, you got the fried chicken and maybe you have a salad. There's some Salisbury steak. You know, potato salad, a meatloaf, you know, got everything, a variety of things. Well, that's really what I try to give you here. On the old Radio Companion, uh, you know, before we move on to the meatloaf or the JoJo's, you know, here's some ambrosia salad, okay? So look at it like, look at it like that. And hopefully the show doesn't give you heartburn, okay? So hopefully uh, it, it, it digests very well for you. Anyway, anytime I come across anything funny, you know, you're my friends, you know, you're my listeners. I got to share it with you. So I came across some storefront signs. Now, I've, I've shared the storefront signs with you before, but this is a little different. Uh, these are the ones where, you know, you drive by and some of the letters have burned out. And then it says something completely different. I thought these were hilarious. 
So don't worry, you don't have to send the kids or the grandkids out of the room. Uh, most of them are pretty, a couple of them, you know, are suggested, but you know, it's going to be okay. Don't worry. So you've, you know, you've never passed that story, you know, the sign lights come up and some of the letters are burned out. And I thought these were really funny. And I'm going to try to really keep it together because some of these really <laughs> make me, make me laugh, actually. So the first one um, is from Arby's Restaurant. So if you have Arby's, everybody kind of knows Arby's, the famous roast beef sandwich place. So their sign burned out on one of their signs. And what usually says Arby's roast beef sandwich, but some of the sign is burned out and completely missing. And so the O and the S are missing. And so uh, it says from the roast, a part of the sign, the O and the S are missing. And it says rat beef sandwich. So, mmm, nothing like fresh sliced rat meat. Mmm, that's that's a way to start your day. Okay, so the one that you don't want anything to happen to is the Starbucks sign, okay? Because they're very popular if you have Starbucks coffee. I think everybody does. Because in this one, the, um, the T-A-R-B in Starbucks, so the TARB is missing, and it says sucks coffee. Hmm, good message. Our coffee sucks. Well, maybe you don't like Starbucks and that totally fits. So that's okay. Okay. Another sign from a beer and wine store. It says beer and wine and it's supposed to say drive through, but some of the letters are missing. So it says beer and wine die through. So get through us and you're going to lose your life. Okay. This one's bad, but it's really funny. So the Oriental Buffet has some letters burned out in their sign and it simply says oral buffet so yeah so the oriental some of them is completely burned out and so oral buffet take that one any way you want okay the famous gas station shell well when there's letters burned out when they lose the s <laughs> it just says hell which we would all agree with because the way the gas prices are right now, yep, that's what you feel like is hell. So anyway, that's funny. Okay, so a town called Hillsdale has a light that signs up as you come into the town. And underneath the Hillsdale light up sign, it says, the beginning of something wonderful. Mm, they're very optimistic when you come to their town. But because some of the letters are missing, uh, it just says, out of Hillsdale, it just says LSD. So it reads, LSD, the beginning of something wonderful. Okay, yeah, you have to spend some time in that town. Nobody would want to leave. Okay. Okay, this is another one where you can take it any way you want, okay? It sometimes just takes one letter for a sign to just go all wrong. So at the family pool hall, this is what's really funny is that I stress family. So this is a family place. The family pool hall at Slick Willie's, which I think is kind of funny that there's a place called Slick Willie's and it's a family place. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But the S burned out, so you get Lick Willie's. Okay, so at Lick Willie's, you know, you can take that, you know, let's just move on. Okay, this is one of my favorites. This is really funny. So at Rothschild's Liquors, uh, when your Roths burns out, <laughs> you get child liquors. So it would really be funny if you saw people, you know, going in there with strollers and all that stuff. Anyway, it's joking. It's not a kid liquor place at all. Okay, 
a furniture store called <laughs> For Your Home. For Your Home. So when the M and E drop out, it's not for your home, it's for your hoe. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm not going to go there. So let's just laugh about that one and move on. Okay, so this one makes me laugh a lot, okay? Because I just thought it was funny, especially because of the store that it's linked to. So I might lose it on this one, but it's kind of funny. So the stores are called the Super Targets. They're like, you know, Walmart has their Super Centers, World Target has Super Targets. Well, when the ER drops up of the Super, you get SUP Target. <laughs> SUP Target. So yeah, so Target just became dope. You thought I was going to say something old, like cool, didn't you? Nope, it's sick and it's dope. Sup, Target? <laughs> that was so funny. You drive by, it just says sup. I, that's probably why they leave it that way. They're not going to change the sign over. They think, hey, that's kind of cool. We'll just leave it alone. Okay, from the famous steak restaurant called Black Angus. You probably have already figured this one out. <laughs> but you have to be careful with this one because... If the restaurant, they lose their G, now they're serving black anus. Yeah, I'll pass. You know, I eat a lot of cow uh, parts, but anus is where I draw the line. No anus, cow anus. <laughs> black anus. Actually, it's time to go to the doctor. You know, that happens. Okay, the company, Buttery Rental. <laughs> it's already a name waiting to, to go bad. Buttery Rental has a problem because when they when the REY burns out, they're now renting butts. So they're now <laughs> butt, butt rental. So if you need one, you know, you don't want to commit to buy a butt, you can just rent it. There you go. Go to the butt rental place. Okay, this is the last one. This one's really funny. The Shoe Carnival Store. Yeah, place called Shoe Carnival. Mmm, that sounds fun. So when when you drop the S, yes, it's the it's the Ho <laughs> Wait, it's the Ho Carnival. Okay. Anyway, I've been to a lot of carnivals, but not that one. Okay, let's move on quickly. Get the muck off. Let's hose off. <laughs> let's move on. Anyway, so like I said, we're gonna be starting off this new year with some encouragement, and I thought it'd be great to talk about some people, and and specifically today, one person who really beat the odds when it seemed like he would not survive, he would fail, but he didn't. He had the courage and something inside of him. You know, there's always that just that thing that just says, don't die, keep going, keep going. Well, this one really ends up cool. And that's why I wanted to share it because um, I had heard of this story a while back, but um, I just thought it would be a good story to start off the new year. So, our story against the odd about this one, against the odds, is that it's a name, a man named Poon Lim. So the story begins on November 23rd, 1942, and Poon Lim was stationed aboard this uh, Royal Navy destroyer, the SS Benlamund. Benlamund. And all of a sudden, on that fateful day, <clears throat> the ship was torpedoed by a German submarine. Well, the ship was sinking, <clears throat> excuse me, the ship was sinking, and Poon Lim all of a sudden found himself in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. The, uh, the ship is sinking, all the other crew members of the ship were killed, and Poon was the only survivor. 
So fate has it that he was able to get a life jacket before he jumped off the boat. He put the life jacket on. He jumped into the ocean and the story gets better. He swam and he swam for two hours and he happens. This is so great. He happens to come across this wooden raft. It has a little covering. They even show it. You can look it up actually and you can see it. But he was floating on this raft for the next, get this, the next 133 days. So what's so amazing that he was able to really focus and be brave under the stressful situation? Because this would just, this would be really a tri- uh, awful, horrendous thing to have happen. So he finds this, uh, this raft and on board, he actually finds this kind of survival kit that was on board. And it had a tin of biscuits, some water, a bag of sugar cubes, some chocolate, uh, some smoking pots, electric torch, some flares. And that was it. So he floated for days and days. Well, the thing that he picked up on was, yes, uh, the resources that he had was not going to last forever. So for extra water, he collected actually rainwater inside of his life jacket and he would drink it as he collected it. He also took the wire from the electric stove and some nails out of the raft and he crafted fish hooks and he started to catch fish so he could eat fish. So he's just like sailing away, he's just floating, he's trying to survive. And uh, things could not be bad enough, but he was struck by a storm. So get that, he's on a raft. He gets struck by this bad storm. It destroys all the water that he had, plus the fish that he had. So he's floating along and he's just kind of at his end. He's kind of passing out. He's, he just doesn't think he's gonna make it. So being so desperate, he starts splashing in the water near the boat because there, he noticed that there are these birds kind of flying around the raft because he had had fish on board and they probably caught onto it. He was actually able to, able to catch one of the birds as it, as it was flying. He grabbed one, he killed it, drank the blood, and he caught other birds along the way to survive. Can you believe that? I mean, anything he had to do. Then he discovered that the birds that he had killed on his raft were starting to attract sharks. <laughs> so these sharks would not leave him alone. They just kept swimming around his raft. So he actually killed, he actually caught one of the sharks and uh, from some of the hooks he had, he made them and he caught a shark. He beat it to death. <laughs> he drags it on the boat and he lives off that shark. He eats that shark and lives off it. Well, his journey is coming to an end where, so he started to realize that he was close to land because he noticed the water, the color of the water started to really change. He started to pick up that, wow, he think I think I'm close to land. Well, he was. And these fishermen spotted him and they saved his life. He lost 20 pounds during the ordeal. So he's not a real big guy. If you see him, you know, he's this little Asian guy. You could think that he didn't weigh a lot to begin with. So 20 pounds, <clears throat> I mean, 20 pounds to me would be like a miracle. It'd be like, oh, wow, I look pretty good. But to him, that was probably life-threatening. So anyway, from there, Poon went to the hospital in Brazil to recover, and then he was sent back to Britain after he recovered. So he eventually went back to the United States where he lived in Brooklyn uh, the rest of his life, and he died at age 72. Well, anyway, what a story of ingenuity, bravery, not giving up, anything he had to do to survive. And I guess that's a good lesson for us. I mean, you can look at that and go, well, you know, I, things aren't too bad. <laughs> you know, I know life gets really rough, 
but things are not that bad. And we can always do something to survive. We can always do something to make things better. And even though it's it's against the odds, we know we can do it. And hopefully the story at the end is a good one like this one. So I just thought that was a really encouraging story. So I hope you take that one and um, make it your own. You know, just be like, hey, this is going to be a good year. Okay, well, we're going to move on. And now it's time for the sponsor from the past. If you're a mother of growing children, oops, if you're a mother of growing children, give them Grape Nuts, the concentrated cereal for more protein, more energy. Now, you know, if children don't get enough protein and energy foods, they can't grow properly. They won't feel well. They won't even go out to play. Imagine. But when Grape Nuts enters the picture, its bodybuilding proteins help them grow. Its energy-giving carbohydrates make them and you feel like this. Because concentrated Grape Nuts gives more protein and more energy per spoonful than any other cereal, new or old, cooked or cold. Grape Nuts taste wonderful, too. They're so wonderfully crunchy to chew. Such good exercise for teeth and gums. So everybody, you too, Mother, eat Grape Nuts. Alone or add to other cereals. Boosts the protein. Gives more energy per spoonful. And oh, that wonderful Grape Nuts flavor. So everybody, you too, Dad. Everybody eat Grape Nuts, the concentrated cereal. On today's scoop, we feature the newsreel story of Poon Lim and his rescue in 1943 from being stranded at sea. This is the Chinese merchant seaman who established a world record by keeping himself alive on a raft for 133 days. He seems to have recovered both health and complete vitality after this amazing ordeal. His name is Poon Lim, and at Buckingham Palace he received the British Empire Medal. The arrival in Britain of the amazing Mr. Poon Lim. To all intents and purposes, Mr. Poon Lim is a dapper little Chinese one might meet anywhere. But now let's tell you something. He's a 25-year-old merchant seaman who, after his ship had been torpedoed, lived for 133 days on a raft in the South Atlantic. Over four months adrift in mid-ocean. Now you know why they had a big reception waiting for him up north when he came to receive the congratulations and admiration of everyone. Natural outcome of this is Poon Lim's visit to Buckingham Palace to receive the British Empire Medal from the King. Not until he had told his story to His Majesty would he recount his amazing experience to the press. On today's show, we feature from the George Burns and Gracie Allen Show. The show is titled New Year's Eve Party. It originally aired December 30th, 1948. Enjoy the show. Another cup of Maxwell House coffee, George? Sure. Pour me a cup, Gracie. You know, Maxwell House is always good to the last drop. And that drop's good, too. Yes, it's Maxwell House Coffee Time, starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. (laughs) 
with our special guests tonight, Meredith Wilson, B. Benaderet, Hans Conried, Gail Gordon, Harry Lubin and the Maxwell House Orchestra, Bill Goodwin, and yours truly, Toby Ray. For America's Thursday night comedy enjoyment, it's George and Gracie. And for America's everyday coffee-drinking enjoyment, it's Maxwell House. Always good to the last drop. As we join the Burnses tonight, we find them discussing the gala New Year's Eve party they're planning for tomorrow. Gracie, we're going to have the greatest New Year's Eve party in town. Mm, you bet we are. Money is no object. I've hired an orchestra. You did? Yeah, and on New Year's Eve, musicians really come high. And they leave even higher. <laughs> uh, what about the food? Did you take care of that? Mm-hmm, I bought two turkeys. Oh, and I hired a maid to pass around the hors d'oeuvre. This is really going to be some party. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I bought champagne. You did? Uh-huh. And at midnight, we'll fill our glasses and drink bottoms up. Isn't that an awkward position? <laughs> yes, it'll spoil my hat. You know, darling, with an orchestra tomorrow night, you'll be able to sing your very best. Oh, no. People don't want to hear me sing. Oh, they do, too. And sometime before the party, be sure to learn that new popular song, Drop Dead. <laughs> popular song called Drop Dead? Sure. Well, there must be. At every sociable, when you get up to sing, you say, oh, what would you like me to do when everybody Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> That's my big hit. Oh, Drop Dead, oh, Drop Dead, oh, Drop Dead. <laughs> you are the ideal of my dreams. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, by the way, uh, how many guests are coming? Oh, I must have sent out 20 or 30 invitations. Mm. I invited a lot of old friends we haven't seen for a while. Meredith Wilson, good. Professor Korkendorfer. Wonderful. Gracie, you've really worked hard to make this party a success. I'm going to give you a kiss. Well, thank you. And tomorrow night, New Year's Eve, you'll get another one. Gee, two kisses in one year. <laughs> got the one on your birthday. Oh. That was a big one, too. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I hope everyone shows up for the party. I haven't had any replies to the invitations I sent out. Well, did you say RSVP? Of course not. I said, come to the party. Besides, <laughs> so, you don't have to spell things for me. RSVP. If you want to say Russ Boop, just say it. <laughs> RSVP is not Russ yeah. Boop. Oh, uh, come in. Howdy, little lady. Howdy, little man. Why, Mr. Judson, what a wonderful surprise. George, look who's here. Say hello to our dear friend from Texas. How do you come do? Come in and sit down, Mr. Judson. Well, thank you. First, I'll wipe off my boots. I don't want to get this dust on your rug. Oh, what a gentleman. You're wiping your boots with a clean handkerchief just to save my rug. No, ma'am, to save the dust. It's from Texas. <laughs> After I shave, I, I use it for talcum. Oh. Well, George, why don't you speak to Mr. Judson? How do you well, do? Well, tell Mr. us all about yourself, Mr. Judson. Why haven't you been to see us? Well, my family's been in mourning, ma'am. Oh? Yeah, terrible tragedy. My sister. Young, pretty, never sick a day in her life. You mean... Yeah. She got married and moved to Oklahoma. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. George, 
Do you realize you haven't spoken to Mr. Judson? How it's not that he isn't glad to see you, Mr. Judson. He's just shy. By the way, what brings you to California after all these months? Well, now, I brought some fine Texas steers up here for the stock show. Oh, that reminds me, I've got to get back to my hotel and feed them. You keep the steers in your hotel room? Oh, why, sure, sure. Well, don't you get complaints? Yeah, yeah, them steers boil their heads off, but it's the best hotel you got. <laughs> well, I, I'll be moseying You're now. not budging until my husband has the decency to speak to you. George, we're waiting. How do you do? <laughs> Is that any way to speak? Now, do it right. How oh, you you'll do? have to excuse him, Mr. Jackson. He's, he's got his mind on the big New Year's Eve party we're giving tomorrow night. Invite Mr. Judson to the party, George. George? He's gone. Uh, yes, ma'am. He, he stepped into the next room. Well, here, I'll give you one of the printed invitations I sent out. I had one left over, so I put it in this drawer, just in case, you know. Uh, oh, oh, my goodness. Well, what's the matter, little lady? You sound distressed. Oh, I am. Here are all the invitations to our New Year's Eve party. I forgot to mail them. <laughs> oh, George will be furious. Yeah, yeah, he'll bellow like a short-tailed steer in fly time. <laughs> I'd better hurry out and, and see all the guests personally and beg them to come to our party. You'll come, won't you? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, but i got to get back to the ranch and help my wife. Uh, the hogs has been slaughtered, and by now she's probably smoking sausages. Oh, I hope she doesn't inhale. <laughs> She doesn't in <laughs> Oh, I like your sense of humor, man. <laughs> oh, but you... But, Bill, you've just got to come to our New Year's Eve party tomorrow night. The Mortons and Bagleys can't make it, and Professor Korkendorfer has other plans, too. Well, so have I, Gracie. I promised to go to a party at Helen Burkett's house. Uh, we're going to do a little smooching. Well, uh, couldn't you come to our party for a while? Well, no, I'll be tied up all evening. Tied up? You won't have much fun if you can't use your hands. <laughs> no, Gracie, I mean, it's a date I can't break. You know, it's a, it's a real thrill to spend New Year's Eve with Hollywood's most... Glamorous blonde. Yeah, well, I guess it is. Sure, I can't rob the poor girl of that thrill. Oh, gee, I wish you'd change your mind. <laughs> Bill, we're going to have two turkeys and George will sing. That's three turkeys. <laughs> but I still have to turn you down, Gracie. Your invitation comes too late. Well, I better hurry along and try to get the other people. If this party doesn't come off tomorrow night, George may get so mad he'll walk out on me. He'll leave me to starve. Well, don't worry. After he's starved a while, he'll come back. Oh, but Mrs. Vandal, if we've paid for the food and musicians, and George's heart will be broken if no one comes to the party. I'm terribly sorry, Mrs. Burns, but Chester and I plan to spend New Year's Eve with the Butterworths of Pasadena. We're friends of long standing. If you come to our party, you can sit down. <laughs> no, we shall sit down. We shall sit before the fireplace and toast each other. Oh, come to our house. We're using marshmallows. <laughs> we'll drink the toast in champagne. 
I love champagne. It makes me want to get up and dance, and the bubbles tickle my nose. When you dance, you better not hold your bubble that high. When you've had a few too many, you don't know what you're doing. We will not get loaded, intoxicated. <laughs> oh, Mrs. Vandalip, please say you'll come to our party. If you don't, I'll have to go home and face a horrible disaster. Well, wish him a happy new year for me. <laughs> to our New Year's Eve party, but I forgot to mail it. Well, that probably accounts for my failure to receive it. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm inviting you right now. You've just got to come. It means so much to George. Oh, I'm afraid I have previous plans for tomorrow night, Gracie. I'm proposing to a lovely young creature, just the type I've always wanted to marry. A girl. <laughs> Meredith, must you propose to this girl? George will be so disappointed. Well, why? I've never given him any encouragement. <laughs> if you don't come. Can't you propose at our party? Oh, no, I fear that's too public. Besides, I've promised to kneel before the very sofa on which her father proposed to her mother. Oh, did she accept him? <laughs> I presume so. Uh, uh, do her folks approve of you, Meredith? Oh, yes. Her entire family has taken me to their, if you'll pardon the expression, bosom. <laughs> How nice. It's unfortunate that your party isn't tonight, Gracie, as my betrothed is working and I'm quite free. Yes, if tonight were only New Year's Eve, all the people I invited could come and that Meredith, I've got it. What? I'll make tonight New Year's Eve. Well, have a care, Gracie. You are assuming powers greater than those of Patrillo. <laughs> I mean, I'll make George think it's New Year's Eve. But that's 24 hours away. That's the idea. He's going to bed early tonight, so I'll get all the guests over and wake George up and tell him he slept 24 hours. That's a brilliant idea. Gracie, no one else has a brain like you. Except possibly me. Mm-hmm. We do make a great team. We're like those congressmen who support each other in Washington. When we put our heads together, it's a solid block. <laughs> One more day, friends, and Old Man 1948 will be ready for the history books. There's a grand song that's part and parcel of this New Year's season, an age-old favorite. But now let's see if you name it after hearing only the mellow harmony. We'll help you out by adding the rich counter-melody. 
And now to add the rhythm with good Scotch vigor. You'll be able to join in the chorus yourself as we blend in the full-bodied melody. Yes, it's the ever-popular Auld Lang Syne, a heartwarming favorite you've enjoyed many times when all of its fine musical parts are expertly blended in a full, rounded orchestration. And friends, it takes the same expert skill in blending to create the famous heartwarming flavor that has made Maxwell House America's favorite brand of coffee. Yes, Maxwell House is famous for flavor. Superb, good-to-the-last-drop flavor no other coffee offers you. This mellow, deeply satisfying flavor is created by combining not one, but many choice varieties of coffee from the highlands of Latin America. First, Monazali's coffees are selected for mellowness. Next, Medellin's add richness. Other choice coffees give vigor. And Bucaramanga's coffees are added for fine, full body. This perfectly balanced Maxwell House blend is then radiant roasted to flavor perfection and brought to you vacuum-packed and roaster-fresh. And because you folks on the West Coast really know and enjoy coffee at its best, Maxwell House is blended and roasted for you right here on the West Coast to satisfy your critical tastes. So tomorrow and all the year ahead, enjoy the extra flavor, the extra satisfaction that's yours in every cup of America's favorite brand of coffee, Maxwell House Coffee. Always good to the last drop. Are enough people here to get the party started? Oh, sure, Gracie. Well, does everybody know everybody else? Meredith, you haven't met the Vandalips. How do you do, Mr. Wilson? How do you do? It's always a pleasure to widen my acquaintances. Thank you. By that, I mean I enjoy meeting new people. I'm sure that you and your wife are wide enough. (laughs) Well, I like that. Oh, I knew you'd get along. Now, uh, uh, put on your paper hats, everyone, and I'll go in and wake George and tell him it's New Year's Eve. Well, how long has he been in bed? Oh, about 15 minutes. Well, maybe he's still awake. Oh, no, no, I don't think so. He was lying on his tummy, and that way he usually rocks himself to sleep. (laughs) Now, I'll wake him up, and Polly can start. Happy New Year! What's What was that? It's New Year's Eve, dear. New Year's Eve? This is, this is Thursday. Now, now, dear, it's Friday. You slept for 24 hours. Are you going out of your mind? Get out of bed. The guests are here for the party. Guests? Well, sure, listen. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Get dressed, dear. I must be dreaming. Hand me my robe. Here. I don't believe this. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Yeah. 
I feel like I only slept a few minutes. You slept 24 hours, you sleepyhead, you naughty boy. 24 hours? Why didn't you wake me? Oh, I didn't have the heart, darling. You were so tired. Funny thing is, I still am. <laughs> now, the, the, the guests are waiting. Come on, I'll help you out of your nightshirt. Close your eyes. Close my eyes? My nose is shiny. I feel so tired. Oh, here's George. Now the party can start. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Blow your heart, George. Uh. <laughs> Having a good time? Yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> 24 hours, and I'm still tired. <laughs> yes, George slept for 24 hours. He's a regular Rip Van Wrinkle. That's, uh, that's Winkle. I like it her way. <laughs> now, uh, before we start the entertainment, Tallulah will pass the hors d'oeuvre. Tallulah, stop trying to date Bill Goodwin. Why, Mrs. Burns, such a thought never crossed my mind. As sure as my name is Tallulah Schwartz. Hollywood 5264. <laughs> All right. Pat the order. Oh, if you mean the weenies, they ain't burled yet. Well, please go and burl them. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, while we're waiting for the order, Meredith Wilson will play a flute solo. Well, good. That's good. Well, thank you. Uh, gentlemen of the orchestra, may I please have an introduction to the Andante Cantabile from Sigourney <laughs> I forgot to bring my flute. <laughs> well, we won't let that spoil our fun. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Oh, isn't this gay, George? George, wake up. Huh? Yeah, you're not enjoying yourself. Here, blow your little horn, dear. Uh. <laughs> now we're rolling. I'm so tired, I can't understand it. Professor huh? I guess I'm too early. There's nobody here yet. Let's show them, gang. Happy New Year! Somebody spoke? Yes, Professor. Everyone's here. Now hang up your coat and join the party. Oh, yeah. I hang it up here on this nice long hook. Take your coat off my nose. <laughs> Can't you see? Of course I can see. I got ice like a hog. <laughs> Hold on, Professor. Where have you been? Oh, I, I was experimenting with a little monkey, and I couldn't bear myself away. Oh, interesting work, huh? No, no, no. Strong monkey. <laughs> George! <laughs> George, look who's here. George. George, wake up. <gasps> oh, you're not having fun, dear. Blow your little horn. <laughs> Hello, Professor Cockendorfer. Okay. 24 hours as I slept and I'm bushed. Well, look who's here, Professor. The monkey followed me. <laughs> this, is, this is my husband. Such a nice girl to marry a monkey. <laughs> oh, fine. Well, now that 
all the guests have arrived, Tallulah. Pass the hors d'oeuvre. Okay. I got your weenies here. They're red hot. Weenies, anybody? Schultz and Newman's weenies. They're skinless. She means the weenies. Schultz and Newman both have skin. <laughs> have a weenie, Bill. Oh, thanks, Tallulah. What's the good word? Hollywood 5264. <laughs> all right. And now it's time for games. Uh... You can play, too, Tallulah. Oh, much obliged, I'm sure. Well, uh, I would like to suggest a game. It's, it's called Word Association. Oh, how's it played, Mr. Vanderlip? Well, we stand in a circle, and someone says a word, then the next person says whatever word that reminds them of, and so on around. Now, let's make a circle. Mrs. Burns, may I have your hand? No, I'm already married. <laughs> I only want to hold it. Uh, now, come on, everyone. Uh, uh, you take my hand, Professor Korkendorfer. Oh, sure. My, you got such hot fingers. Get your hand out of the weenie. Excuse it, please. Now, if anyone says a word that doesn't fit, they must leave the circle and go into the next room. All right, we'll start with the gems. Diamond. Zafia. You're next, George. Wake up. Oh, you're not having fun, dear. Blow your little horn. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll start again, and we'll skip your husband. Diamond. Zafaya. Ruby. Coil. Emerald. Maxwell House coffee. That's a gem. Oh, you said it, brother. <laughs> what a coffee-rich, delicious, mellow. Only Maxwell House gives you that good-to-the-last-drop flavor. Mr. Goodwin, we are all aware that Maxwell House is delicious, but you cannot mention it unless someone else says a word that legitimately suggests coffee. Oh, oh, I see. Well, let's start again, then. Uh, Diamond. Zafia. Ruby. Pile. Emerald. Donut. Donut? Thank you, Maxwell House coffee. (laughs) What's donut without Maxwell House? That rare blend of the choice Latin American coffees. Radiant roasted to the peak of flavor perfection. Mr. Goodwin, go into the next room. Okay. Uh. Now we'll start again with another category. Uh, England. Austria. Sweden. Maxwell House coffee. Why did you say Maxwell House coffee? I want to go in the other room with Bill Goodwin. Shall we try vegetables as a category? Uh, lettuce. All right, what's stopping it? <laughs> I was naming a vegetable. Lettuce. Rudebega. Corn. Maxwell House coffee. You too? I want to go in and see what Bill and Delula are doing. <laughs> Matt, think I'm crazy or something? <laughs> Well, that does it. The game's over. Maxwell House coffee. We're not playing anymore. Who's bling? I want some Maxwell House coffee. It's so delicious. Oh, say, that's a good idea. I'll go make some. Have fun while I'm gone, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You having fun, George? from the most talented member of the Burns family. <clears throat> oh, that that's a swell idea. Sing for us, Gracie. Yeah. Oh, no. 
Besides, I, I'm not a good singer. Huh? Oh, you're swell, Gracie. Oh, I'm not. Huh? <laughs> oh, really, Gracie, you're an excellent vocalist. Oh, I'm terrible. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Look, would you like to hear from me? Yeah, blow your little horn. Calling to me, not the balmy air, nor the tropical sea. It's a little brown gal in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack in Hawaii. It isn't Waikiki, nor Kamehameha's Polly, nor the Beach Boys Free with their whole Molly Molly. It's a little brown gal in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack in Hawaii. Through that island wonderland. She's broken all the Connie's heart. It's not hard to understand. For that, Wahini is a gallant part. Even soon, the thrill I'll enjoy. It's not the island moon, the fish or the poi. It's a little brown gal in a little grass skirt, in a little grass shack in Hawaii. Everyone be real quiet, and, and we'll hear from my husband, Sugar Throat Bernie. <laughs> oh. oh, the poor darling, he's sound asleep. Sh shall I wake him up so he can sing? No. Oh. Well, then I guess the party is over. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, Happy New Gracie! See, everybody's gone. I can't get over it. 24 hours sleep and I couldn't stay awake at my own party. Well, I better get my Rose Bowl tickets out of this drawer. Got to start early in the morning. Holy smoke, what's this? All the invitations to a New Year's Eve party. Gracie didn't mail them. What goes on here? Hello, operator. Hello, operator. Operator? Tell me, is this New Year's Eve? No, I'm not plastic. <laughs> it isn't? That's tomorrow night? Thanks. So the whole thing was one of her tricks, huh? Well, here's where I get even. Good. She's sound asleep. Happy Fourth of July! <laughs> It's the 4th of July. You've been asleep six months. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, how wonderful. Now I can go out and buy all new summer clothes. <laughs> For me, nothing else. And 
now here again are George and Gracie. Ladies and gentlemen, George and I want to wish you all a very, very happy new year. Blow your little horn, dear. I can't, dear. I swallowed it. <laughs> Gracie, I've got a surprise for you. Next Thursday, our guest star will be Gregory Peck. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I'll feel kind of silly standing alongside of a big, handsome guy like Peck next Thursday. Oh, don't worry, George. You'll have something he won't have. What? All the straight lines. <laughs> good things. The easy way. Do you like good things the easy way? Then get instant Maxwell House coffee. So good. So good. True coffee flavor and fragrance because instant Maxwell House is not a so-called coffee product. It's all pure Maxwell House coffee in instant form. And so so easy. Instant Maxwell House means great coffee instantly in your cup. No fuss, no must, no bother. Today, try Instant Maxwell House. Instantly good to the last drop. Until next Thursday, when our special guest will be Gregory Peck, good night and good luck and a happy new year from the makers of Maxwell House, America's favorite brand of coffee. Always good to the last drop. Meredith Wilson appears through the courtesy of the Jell-O family. Okay, well, everyone, that's our show for today. And as we just get started, it goes so fast, and now it's already over. But next week, we're going to have another great show for you. And actually, next week's show is going to be great because it's by listener request. And we're going to be doing a show all about the show. So it's like the show about the show. So uh, don't miss it. And also, the radio show we're going to have is also by a listener request. So I think you'll find it interesting and always a great show. We always have a great radio show for you to enjoy. Please check out the website and drop me a line and let me know how you're enjoying the show. If you have any special requests, the email is theoldradiocompanion at gmail.com. It's all one word, theoldradiocompanion at gmail.com. I live, I love hearing from my listeners. Everyone have a great week, and when things start getting bad, you know, just think about Poonlin. Think about Poonlin and everything he went through. So and things will be okay. Well, have a great week. I'll see you guys, uh, be with you guys next week. Until next week, this is Jay Lewis, Off the Air. Mm-hmm.